everybody. So uh, we we're finishing up Shin Yudches today. Now, for real, for real, I think we're finishing up Shin Yudches today. That is from tomorrow. We'll uh, try to move into Bishul Drabanan. We'll get into Shihia and then Atzar and Sinul Chachim and Atman. Probably four Shirim on Bishul Drabanan. Probably through the end of next week. And uh, but uh, Shin Yudches we're finishing today. Today we're doing Megis. We're doing uh, the issue of stirring a pot. It is not a uh, hard sugi in the sense that, like, there no, it's not conceptually uh, a difficult sugi. I'm sure many of you looked into the sugi today or uh, over at some point in the recent past. Not a conceptually difficult sugi, as far as I can tell. But there's just like a lot of factors. You know, is it fully cooked? Is it not fully cooked? Is it on the fire? Is it off the fire? Are you stirring or are you scooping? There's just like uh, you know all these different factors, and, to, and, and then to figure out what we actually pass in Halacha when dealing with all the factors, like it's hard to even make like a single chart that you know has boxes that you could just like put a check or an X in the box. So let's. I want. I want to go through this from the beginning, just try to clarify uh, each stage of the sugya, and then at the end, hopefully, just to give like okay. So bottom line, you want to scoop out some chalun. What, what do you do? So let's uh, let's start from the beginning. Gemara in Beitzah Davlam Medalim quotes a brisa, and the brisa tells us Echad maybe a saur, veechad maybe a seetzim, veechad shofis a sekedera, veechad maybe a samayim, veechad nosim b'tochah tavlin, veechad megis. That if you have a whole bunch of people, each one contributes something to the cooking. One guy brings the fire, one guy brings the wood, one guy puts the pot over there, one guy brings the water, one guy puts the spices in, and one guy does the stirring, they're all chayiv. So, but doesn't the Bryson tell us, no, only the last guy is chayiv? No, kasha. It depends when the fire is brought. Meaning you can have a guy that uh, brings a pot, and a guy brings water, and a guy brings spices, and a guy stirs everything. But if there's no fire there, no one did bishul. Only the last guy who lights the fire is doing bishul. But if there was a fire there the whole time, then anything that you're contributing while there's a fire going under the pot, that's all. they're all going to be chayiv, mishum, bishul. But this still leaves a few questions. Number one, does the same mister apply when the pot is no longer on the fire? I mean, the Gwaran Beitz is talking about clearly when it's on the fire that everybody's chayim mishum bishul. What about megis when the pot is not on the fire, but it's still hot? So it's still, there's still heat that's being not generated, but distributed when you, uh, when you, when you stir the pot. Is that going to be asr? And second of all, does the same mister apply if the food is already cooked? Maybe that's only because you're taking raw food and you're cooking it. Would the Isser of Megas apply even if the food is already cooked? Now that seems like a weird question, because what do you mean? How could there possibly be an Isser of Bishel when the food is already cooked? So we have to, we have to figure out, is Megas necessarily Bishel in the conventional sense? It might be some offshoot of Bishel that's not really Bishel. So we're going to have to figure out how, why there would even be a Hava Amima, that when it comes to fully cooked food, that there's still going to be an Isser to stir a pot of fully cooked food. Because what do we know? If you have a pot of fully cooked food, what are you, what are you allowed to do, Mitaraisa? To be Mavashalit. Ain't Bishal Achar Bishal when you deal with fully cooked food. So would there be an Isser of Megis? To say that there's an Isser of Megis when you have fully cooked food, that's, you know, quite a Chiddush. So let's let's start like this. There is a sugya Masachas shab. So we, so far, what do we have? We have that gemara Masachas based on the blam dal, which just tells us that there's such a thing called megis. That uh, and you're chayiv misha megis. That if it's on the fire and you stir it, you're going to be chayiv. Uh, the the gemara in Shabbos stuff Yitzayin, the Mishnah in Shabbos stuff Yitzayin tells us that by Shamiyom means shorin diovus almanu bekashin and elokidei yom uvesil matir. It talks about making dyes on uh, on Shabbos. And the Gemara over there on Yilchesem Bey is commenting on this machlokas Beisham Beis Hillel about cooking up dyes on Shabbos. The Gemara asks, 
Aye, but why aren't you worried? How come the Mishnah doesn't discuss, it doesn't at all relate to the topic of Megis? Don't you have to be Choshesh that you're going to come to be Megis, that you're going to come to stir the Kedera? And the Gemara answers, Ba'akura Vetucha, that it's talking about a pot that's no longer on the fire, and it's sealed with plaster to close it. So there's no concern that you're going to come to be Megis. Because that, by, by the time you, you remove the, the tit that's closing the pot, by the time you remove the plaster or whatever, in order to access the contents of the pot where you even could be magus, will be so time-consuming and so troubling that by then you're going to remember you're not going to stir it anyway. So there's no chashash magus because you're going to be distracted anyway. So says the Gemara. Now, the, the Gemara never said what, never identifies what the Yisra of Megis is in Masech Shabbos. The Gemara just says, why aren't I Choshesh that you'll come to be Megis, and that will violate something. And then uh, the Gemara says, no, not Choshesh, because you set up a system where it's going to be very hard to be Megis. But it never identifies, like, and if you're Megis, like, well, what is the Yisra if you're Megis? So that is a fundamental machlokas, Rashi and Tosos. Rashi certainly has expounded upon and understood by the Rush and Simon Lamedalid, by the Ran. That's why I just wrote in the chat. I want to give Marvel comments. You just learn all the Rishonim on the Sukkah. You got to see all the Rishonim and uh, just figure out what the issues are. By the uh, the, the Rashva in Dibra Maschal Meha. And they, they all explain that the Isser, according to Rashi, certainly would be Bishel. That if you're Magus, uh, it would be a violation of Bishel. The Ramban asks, uh, well, wait a second. Then why aren't we concerned that you'll be Magus the Tapshil? Meaning, the Gemara, where did the Gemara talk about being Magus? It's talking about being Magus when you're making dyes. So if you have a dye that's cooking on the on the, on the fire, oh, the Nechoshem Magus. What, what do you mean? What about when you have uh, when, when you have Shehia? You're leaving food. You're leaving a chalent cooking on, on on the fire. We don't put plaster around the pot. We don't do anything to make it inaccessible. Why don't we have the same concern? The Nechoshem Magus when you have actual food cooking on the on the stove. That's uh, what the you know we we didn't learn Shehia yet. But if you have a food that's uh, that, that's uh, cooked to a certain extent or you have a Kedera Chais or something like that. There are times where you're allowed to do Shehiyah. You can leave food cooking into Shabbos. Why, why doesn't the Gemara ask V'nei Choshem Megas and such a thing? Uh, why is it only by a dying pot? Uh, dying Soveya pot, right? Meaning the uh, pots don't die. So why, why is it only by, by a pot that, uh, where, where you're doing Soveya? So he, he gives an answer. The Ramban says that he gives some sort of answer to this question. Um, from his answer, we'll, just, we'll come back to it. It's not really clear whether he's trying to say that we actually hold like Rashi, that the concern is one of Bishel, or the Ramban is really saying he holds against Rashi, but he's just explaining in general why there's no Gzeru Shemiyagis by, by, by Bishel of food. So w- what exactly the Ramban holds in terms of his, uh, his own personal shita, uh, whether Megis is a Chashash Bishel, uh, we should have a clue in his answer. We'll get back to his answer soon. But, but it's, it's not abundantly clear whether he's really saying that we hold like Rashi, and, uh, and, and meaning that it's an issue of Bishel, and, 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 that, and he's being miyashev, why it is that we're not choshesh mishum megis, or by giving his answer, he's really saying that we don't hold like Rashi, and he's just explaining in general why there's no gzeira shamiyagis by Bishel of, uh, of food. Now, the... the uh, Hagos HaRamach on the Rambam, Paragimel Halach Yiralif, asks a similar question to the Ramban, but he asks a little bit different. He asks it more directly. I mean, we have a concept called Kedere Chaisa. Kedere Chaisa, we learn about Bezushan 
Maybe tomorrow? I don't know. Kateru Chais is when you have some uh, raw food uh, that doesn't get cooked, uh, that, that there's no chance it's going to get cooked for Friday night. That the only, you can leave it on the fire, it will get cooked by Shabbos day, but there's no chance it's going to get cooked Friday night. So there's no issue of Shihiyah, there's no issue of leaving it cooking from before Shabbos. So the Ghost of Ramak raises the question, so why not say that Shamiegis, that there should be a Gezer, that you're going to come to, uh, uh, granted, I'm not worried Shamiyachata, right? Why, why am I not worried Shamiyachata? Because Shamiyachata becomes, and you might come to stoke the coals and raise the flame. I have no such concern, Shamiyachata, by something that's not, that no matter what I do to it, it's not going to cook by tonight. But why aren't I worried, Shamiyagis? Why aren't I worried that you might come to stir it? So uh, he answers that with the Kedei Rechaisa, we assume that you'll totally ignore it. That since you know, no matter what you do, it's not going to be cooked by tonight, it's just not going to be something that you're going to be thinking about. And if it's not something you're thinking about, you're not going to come to be Megis. Uh, but w- once you have something that you're already focused on, and where there's a chance that it could be ready for, for, for that evening, when, when there's a Gzeir of Shami Yichata, then in Echnami, the Gzeir is not only Shami Yichata, it's Shami Yagis also. And being Megis, such a power, would also be a violation of, uh, of Bishel. This is all within Rashi, right? Rashi takes this one approach, that what's the problem with Megis? It's Bishel. That something isn't cooked, you're, it's on fire, you're stirring it, it's cooking it, so you're helping in the cooking process. Tosvos, it's a, it's a very short Tosvos, just a second. Tosvos is very, very short, two words. Tos says, that when you're Megis, you're being Tsoveya. So Tos clearly understands that the Gemara's entire question was only that you'll come to violate Tsoveya, not that you'll come to violate Bishel. Uh, I was just going to ask, uh, the answer that because it's a Derek Haisa, you're not going to think about it, and that applies to us also. What about a standard case of Shia where it's on a heat source with this garlic and but you're thinking Right. Why isn't Megas an issue then? Right. So we so we're gonna have to uh, see whether Megas is an issue when something is garfakati. Right? I mean there there may be a svara to say that if Megas is an issue of Mexican Mavashal in certain cases, that maybe it's not Mexican Mavashal and something that's not uh, that's not that's garfakati. Now uh, is the same bit of Megas gonna apply to food as to dying? Meaning here Tulsus just told us that the Gemara gave gave the case of Megis by, uh, by, 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 by dying. So Tos says, and in fact, the whole issue is one of Tzavea. All Rishonim agree that when a pot is on the fire, uh, you're chayiv mishum Megis with food, because it's an explicit Gemara Mesech's Beitza, right? Meaning, e- even though the, 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 the Machlug Rishonim in Shabbos, what the Gemara is driving at when it says, why aren't I choshesh, that you'll come to be Megis, Everyone agrees that if you're Megis, you're Chayv Mishum Vashel, because you can't disagree with that. It's a Beferish Gemara. Echad Megis, or Echad Megis Kedera, Echad Megis Amai, Echad Megis, they're all Chayv. So it's clear that you're Chayv Mishum Vashel. What they disagree with is with regard to the difference between being Megis food and being Megis by, by dying. Meaning, the fact that it's two different sugyas, if you say like Tosos, that the Gemara is only focused on dying in, in Shabbos, Daf uh, Ches, and it makes it the Dal that we're focused on Bishel. Maybe there are different Kedarim of when there's a violation of Megas by food versus a violation of Megas by, uh, by, by something that you're using as a Tseva. Is the same din of Megas going to apply to food as to dying? So, so, so the Rashba, there are different Shitos in the Rishonim over here, and a couple of key differences. The Rashba in Dibra Maskul Neha on this Sugi and Shabbos 
says that with food, you're only chayiv on the first big stir that mixes all the ingredients together. I mean, you have a whole bunch of ingredients in a pot, you give it one big stir, and that makes all the ingredients get mixed together. That's the chayiv of megas. But once they're all mixed together, there's no isr of megas. Whereas by dyeing, there's always an isr being megas, because it's normal when you're making a dye to constantly be stirring. Apparently, when you uh, put food on the, on, on, on the stove top, it's not normal to be constantly stirring. It just needs one big stir to make sure all the ingredients are evenly distributed. And uh, when you're making a dye, apparently, I never made dyes, but apparently it's much more normal to constantly be stirring the pot. So says the Rashba. And with that idea, the Rashba answers the obvious question. Since our sugi implies that there's an Isra Hagasa, even when it's not on the fire, right? The Sugi Shabbos implies that even when it's not on the fire, there's an Isra Hagasa. How could anybody ever scoop out food from a Chalantan? You're being megas every single time to take food from a, from a pot. So says Rashba, I'm not bothered by that kasha. Because the of megas is only that first big stir. So there's no problem. Once that first big stir was done, whenever it was done, before Shabbos, you know, when, uh, when, the, when the pot went on the fire, so good. So now you can scoop out whatever want you want. You can be megas whatever you want. That's going to be perfectly, perfectly permissible. It's also one of the ways that Ramban answers the question as to why we're not concerned about the risk of stirring in a Shehiyah case. Right? I mean, let's go, let's go back to that Ramban. Right? The Ramban asks the question, we ask only on dying. We never ask on Shehiyah when you have food cooking from before Shabbos. So the Ramban says, uh, because stirring only applies at the first stir. So if you hold like that uh, possibility that Israel make is only on the first third, so that you know, you're not going to have a kasha in Shehiyah, because you could do Shehiyah in a pot that you stirred once before Shabbos. So good, so now there's not going to be an issue of Megas at all. That is the Rashva's qualification, the Rashva the Ramban alludes to as well. The Rush, in, uh, the, the, the Rush writes a little differently. He says that once the food is Machu ben there's no more Israel Megas. But by a dye, uh, the Isser continues even after it's Mavushal called Sarkha. So that's a difference in the Haggadara. Uh, so again, the, the Ramban and Rashba's Haggadara difference between the Gedder of Megas when it comes to food versus when it comes to Tseva uh, um, uh, 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 is that when it comes to food, uh, it's, it's, it's only on the first stir. Whereas when it comes to Tseva, it's whenever you stir it. The rush takes a different approach. So, no, the difference between magus on, on food versus magus on, on other things is that the isra of magus stops on food once you hit machal and The isra of magus on other things does not stop ever. Even when it's mavushal called tzarcho, it's still an isra of magus, either because there's more cooking of the sammanim and it always helps, uh, even once it's mavushal called tzarcho, apparently when you're making dyes, it's always beneficial. Or it will take to the wool better to stir it more, right? But one of the things they test about a dye, an effective dye, has to be something that, that that that's fast to the wool, that takes that takes to the material that it's that it's going on. It could be a very strong color and look very very nice, but if the first time you put it in the washing machine, it all goes right off. So then you have a problem, right? That's why that's why is such a powerful dye. It's such an important uh, dye, and that's why it was used by royals because it's the fastest dye known to man. We don't have anything that takes to wool as strong as trelas. Um, you can't, uh, you can't take it out. You can't take it out. No matter how many times you wash it, people are sometimes worried. Can I wash my trelas? Is it going to get ruined? If it gets ruined from washing it, then it's not trelas, right? Meaning uh, the, 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 it's, it's, it, that's the, uh, that's one of the strongest rayas. The, they tried. They tried putting it in bleach. So if you, if you put a wool string that's dyed trelas in actual, like in unconcentrated, uh, like in. Um, 
yeah, in, in, in just real bleach, not, then the wool will be gone. The whole, the whole thing will just burn the whole thing. But uh, in, in, in a bleach uh, solution, it, you can put it there for three days, nothing's going to happen. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's that strong. So a dye, the, the whole thing about a dye is you want it to take to the material mm-hmm. very, very well. By the way, only takes to wool. It doesn't take to, uh, that's why your, your, your strings have to be uh, wool. Uh, it doesn't take to linen. It only takes to wool. So, so uh, anyway, but uh, but 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 so maybe that's why even when it's mavushal called sarko, every time you stir it, it's still helpful because it's it can make the dye a faster dye. It's going to make a dye a stronger dye, and that approach also answers the question of how we could ever scoop out a, a food out of a pot, considering that megas even applies when it's no longer on the fire. Uh, since once gets the ben jusai. And you obviously want to scoop it out. You, you, you're not going to want to scoop it out before it gets to Machal ben You're only going to be interested in scooping food out of the pot when it's at Machal ben because you don't want to eat it. So if you assume like the rush, that there's no Isramegis on food, once it gets to Machal ben you're not going to, have to be bothered by the kasha. How can I ever scoop food out of a pot? Of course you can scoop food out of a pot, because once Machal ben it's fine. The Ramban also uses this Yisod as another way to answer his original question. Right? Why aren't we Choshish Mishum Hagasa? By Shihia as well, right? So the Ramban says that since Hagasa is only a problem until the point of Machu ben Drusai, whereas Shami Yichata applies even after Machu ben Drusai, the Gemara focuses on the concern that applies more broadly. Meaning, says the Ramban, would I be Choshe Shami Yagis when, when it comes to uh, food that's cooking? Yeah, but that Chashash runs out once it hits Machu ben Drusai. So since that chashash is going to run out when you hit Machal ben Jusai, the Gemara focuses instead on Shem Yichat which is a more um, uh, more broadly applied uh, chashash. So that, that's the second answer the Ramban has to his question. Agav, the Ramban has a third answer also. That the Ramban says that the chashash agasa is only by tseva since you're worried that it will otherwise burn. But by a tavshil, there's less of, of a risk of burning without stirring, if, if you don't stir it. Meaning, then inochnami to do megis to actually be megis is a daraisa, but a chashash shemiyagis, eh, not so concerned. By by a die, we're very concerned the chashash that maybe you'll come to do it. By by bishlafud, not so concerned they didn't come to do it. Like we were saying before, people stir dyes a lot more than they stir food, and therefore since you don't stir food so much anyway, we don't have to make an issue rabban chashash shemiyagis. So again, going back to our to our Ramban. Right, the Ramban had a fundamental question. If there's really an Isra of Hagasa, and there is, uh, the Gemara in Beit Salam says that there is, and there's a Chashash Shemayagis that the Gemara in Shabbos Tafyibches told us that when it comes to to to, uh, to making a die, I'm Choshesh, maybe you're going to come to be Megis. How come in the entire Sugi of Shihia, no one ever raised the Chashash that maybe you're going to come to be Megis? So the Ramban has three approaches. Number one is if you assume like the Rash was Chilik that, uh, that, 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 that Megis only applies on the first big stir. So that's why there's no Chashash. Maybe you already gave it the first big stir. Number two, if you assume like the Rash is Chilik that Megis only applies up until the point of Machel ben Jusai. So I'm not concerned, says the Ramban, because I'll be concerned up until Machel ben Jusai. But the concern of Shami Yichata B'Chalim is going to be much bigger. That's going to apply even after Machel ben Jusai. And number three, maybe I'm just not concerned about Megis at all. Maybe I'm not concerned that you can come to be Megis at all by, by food, because food doesn't burn if you don't stir it. Dyes get ruined if you don't stir it. Big nafkaminas between these answers, by the way. Right? What, would there be a Chashash Megis, a Chashash Agasa, when there's no concern Shami Yichata, 
let's say, I mean, it would be mutter to leave food cooking on a garuf v'katum fire. So there's no chashashami echata. On a garuf v'katum, exactly what we were talking about before, on a garuf v'katum fire, that's not yet at Machu Benjusai, when the food is not yet at Machu Benjusai. According to approach number three of the Ramban, no problem. I'm just not choshesh shamiyagis when it comes to food. I'm only choshesh when it comes to uh, when it, when it, when it comes to dyes. But according to approach number two of the Ramban, yes, I do have to be choshesh shamiyagis up until the point of machu Yeah. So are we saying that the first source you can see that base uh, is talking about maybe food? That's what I'm suggesting. Yeah. Why? No, no, no. So I'm saying so we keep asking the question of what about the pot on off the fire. Oh, so we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay, what about pot off the fires? It's so obvious that pot off the fires is a hagas at all. Right? Okay, we'll get there. Um, now, it could be that the understanding over here of this machlok as we shown in uh, is really based on how they understand Bishel, meaning Primagadim in Rashanim days. This is going to be like our segue back to the, the earlier uh, sections of uh, Bishel. The Primagadim in Rashanim days in uh, Mishpatel Zav, Sivkat Nalif, explains that why did Tulsus want to say that the concern of Magus is Bishel? Um, so he says, Tulsus didn't want to say that the concern of Magus is Bishel because Tulsus holds that Bishel is only violated al Gabe Aish. So if the Gemara in Shabbos is Bishel al Gabe Aish, which it is, it, it, he can't say Bishel because Bishel Daraisa is only al Gabe Eish. So Tulsus had to come up. What sort of Easter could you be violating when you're making a path that's low al Gabe Eish? So Tulsus says, okay, have it It must be Tzoveya. Because Tulsus holds there's no Bishel Daraisa shlo al Gabe Eish. The Rishonim, the Ritva, the Rush, the Ran um, point out that if you learn the concern in our Gemara to be about Bishel, the Gemara in Shabbos to be about Bishel, then it's clear that Bishel can be violated even when. It's uh, low al even when the, the food is not al However, the Ritva disagrees. The Ritva says that the din mevashal Torah is only when it's on the fire and has not yet arrived at Machal ben Once the pot is off the fire, there's no Isra Megis. The Gemara in Shabbos Ches, which speaks of a pot that's no longer on the fire, has to be con- concerned for Tzoveya and not for uh, for Megis, right? So says the Ritva, it's not going to be a violation of, uh, of, of Bishel, of, of Megis Mishum Bishel when it's not on the fire. Mainly, says like Tulsa, that it's got to be one of, uh, of Tzoveya. Now, the Rambam writes as follows. The Rambam Gimel Yeral. you got to see the Rambam with all the Nosei The Rambam writes, Asu lahachnus magreifel the Kedera B'Shabbos, vihi ala eish lahotzi mimena B'Shabbos mepneisha Megis that you can't take some sort of scooper or a uh, ladle or something to, uh, to it, and put it in a pot on Shabbos, while the pot is on the fire, to take out of uh, food out of the pot. This is one of the elements of Bishel. And it's like you're being Mavashal on Shabbos. So the Mishnah points out that it's pretty clear that Megis, according to the Rambam, is only when it's Al Gabayesh, when it's still. On the fire, which would mean the sugi and Shabbos. No, what would that mean about the sugi and Shabbos? It'd have to be tzoveya. It'd have to be like Tosfos, right? So that's the lech mishnah that the Ram must assume that the sugi and Shabbos is about tzoveya because he's it, the same thing that bothered Tosfos. Tosfos didn't tell us what bothered him, but the same thing that must have bothered Tosfos that there's no bishul shalom al gabei So it can only be tzoveya 
is what you have to say for the Ram. The Ram, the Ram talks about Megas as an Isra Bishal, but he, he emphasized that it's only Al Gabe Eish. However, however, the Kesav Mishnah, and it appears in Beis Yosef here in Shin Yuches, say no. The Rambam assumes, like the Rush and Rabbi Yeruchim, that Megas applies even when it's no longer on the fire, and Bishal applies when even when it's no longer on the fire. I why did the Rambam say Vihi Al Eish? I love Dafka. He just means that it's still really hot after removing from the fire. Um, it's always difficult, you know. On the one hand, uh, we know the nature of this author. Uh, the Rambam was very, very careful about words that he used. I think that's like the whole premise of everything we do in every yeshiva in the entire world is the assumption that the Rambam was very, very careful about uh, the words that he used. But we also know that no one knew how to learn Rambam better than uh, the Rav Yosef Cairo. So Rav Yosef Cairo tells me in both of his books that uh, that it's Lavdafka. So, uh, so you know, it's hard not to accept. Uh, well, what's the Nukutus HaMachlokas, where the Megas applies when it's off the fire or not? Uh, it doesn't apply when it's off the fire, just a second. So I saw Rav Rimon explains that the Machlokas, where the Megas applies it after it's removed from the fire, might depend on how you understand the issue of Megas. I mean, what, what exactly, what are you doing in terms of Bishel when you, when you stir the pot? must be that Rashi understands that it speeds up the cooking process by allowing the, the, the hotter food on the bottom to heat up the food that's on the top of the pot. So that's going to happen even when it's off the fire. So even though in Shabbos we're talking about when Shalol Gabayesh, there's still what to talk about in terms of Bishal, because the Bishal that happens when you're Megis is that it more evenly distributes the heat that's already contained within the pot. Whereas Tosos must understand, no, that's not what problem of Megas. When the Gemara Beitzel Amidal said that when Megas is Chayiv, wasn't talking about redistributing the heat that's in the pot. He was talking about being Makarev, the food that's far away from the fire, closer to the fire. That I'm going to take the food that's closer to the top of the pot, now I'm going to give it a stir, I'm going to turn it over, the food that was closer to the top, which wasn't as hot, is now going to get to the bottom right near the fire, and now it's going to cook more quickly. That's only Shaykh if there's a fire. If there's no fire there, then uh, the, any hagasa that you do is not going to uh, is not going to bring any food closer to the fire. In mitzius, yes, in mitzius it's going to do something. It's going to more even, but maybe that's uh, that for whatever reason that's not called bishul. The redistribution redistribution of heat in a single dish that's already there, maybe for whatever reason, is not called bishul. Right, Bishul Darais at least. Well, I've seen Bishul Darabat. It should at least be Bishul Darabat. Yeah. Why does the Rambam say the Zimitzarche Bishul and the Minsa Kimivash Bishul? Why say Kimivash? Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna have to see. What, what is he? What, first of all, Mitzarche Bishul or is it Bishul? And it's Kimivash. So what's the Rambam actually getting at? So we'll we'll come back to it. We'll get we'll get there. Hopefully we'll get there. The uh, the Gra. The Gra explains that Tosos holds that there's no Isra Bishul after Machlom in Rusay. So there's not going to be an Isra Megas. And that's why Tosos had to say it's about Zodayim. Ooh, a different approach. Right? Prima Gadam says, why did Tosos not want to say that it's Mishum uh, Vashel, that Megas also Mishum Vashel, Misach Shabbos, because you're not going to have Bishul when it's all Gabi Eish. Says the Gra, no, you can have Bishul when it's all Gabi Eish. Problem over here is that the understanding was. That it's already Machal ben and there's no Yisrael when something is Machal ben So that's why it tells Seth to say it's Mishum Tzavayah. Rashi, you must hold like the Shittas Rambam, that there's still an Yisrael Bishul Midaraisa even after it's Machal ben Right? We had that Machlokas. Is there still Bishul Midaraisa after it's Machal ben Maybe that's the Nukudasa Machlokas. So, uh, so that's why Rashi is open to explain this Sukhya to be about Bishul. 
So the Gras says that might be the Machlok Shashi and Tosa. So we've had a few fundamental Machlokas about the Geder of Bishel in the past, whether Bishel Daraisa applies Shalagabayesh or not, or whether Bishel Daraisa applies beyond Machlok Shashi. Both of those are possibilities as to what the Machlokas Rashi and Tosos is right here. Let's say half cooked or whatever whatever half cooked is going to be. But it's always mitzamik viapolo. There's no mitzamik viapolo. So, but when it's off the you're saying that would be the difference that the Korbo would say even when it's it's not for that. No, I'm saying in between in between half cooked and fully cooked. That's the difference. The the they're they're showing they're showing there the um when 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 they say that the shash is that won't burn, it's mashba that it's fully cooked, but then we just have to make sure it doesn't burn. So wouldn't that mean that's not that the case in Shabbos has to be that it's fully cooked? Okay, so then you're saying it becomes out of bigger chumra than the kalpa. Because it's fully cooked, it's slal gabeish. And still, Shashem. Yeah. So we have to say, does the Gemara give any indication that it has to be fully cooked? You're saying it's much more of the Because things could burn before they're fully cooked, also. Meaning, there could be parts of it at the bottom that get burnt because it's not stirred properly. Maybe. Isn't it much more from the Gemara that, it, that it's not, not cooked? Because otherwise, Gemara's first Kashash is Shahina. When I say it's explicitly in the same unlit that once it's cooked, there is no sushi there. Um, That's not there. Meaning, the, right, the Gemara switched to talk about uh, a die, right? I mean, it wasn't the Gemara first one when it spoke about shihia, it was talking about food. Well, it's the same case. It is the same, I remember. Then the Gemara said, you took it on. It's not on that anymore, and it said you should still be concerned based on. And, uh, yeah, it was b- both by by a die. Yeah, both in the same case. I don't remember. Okay, gotta look it up. Um, now, what if the what if the food is fully cooked already? So there are basically three shitos in Mishonim about hagasa on fully cooked food. Basically three mahalchim. There is the shita of the Ramban, the Ra'a, the Rashba, the Ritva, the Rosh, the Mi'ivi, the Ra'a, that, that whole school, right? Uh, there's, uh, there's the shita of all the Rebbeim and the Talmidim, that once the food hits Machal and Jusai, there's no longer an Isra Megis, just as there's no longer an Isra Bishal. Ain't Bishal after Bishal, so there's not going to be Bishal after Machal and Jusai, there's not going to be Megis after Machal and Jusai. Magin Mishnah understands that the Rambam would hold not that way. The Rambam would hold Megis applies even after Machal and Jusai, because Bishal applies after Machal and Jusai. But that would only apply up until in the special Kaltzarchal. Once it's in the special Kaltzarchal, it's not going to be Megis because it's not going to be Bishal. So the Ram says you can't remove food with a spoon when the food is on the fire. He's talking about food that's not yet Muvishal Kaltzarchal. Right? That's, that's the Ram. Lech Mish points out that there still might be an Isra Drabanan, 
this is Rabbanan to stir it after it's Muvashal called Tzvachot, but certainly no Cheshashto Raisa, and therefore you can certainly scoop out food without actively stirring it, meaning even if there's Nisan Rabbanan, Nisan Rabbanan's only demands on stirring, not on, on scooping it out. And then you have the Kolbo. The Kolbo is like the big sheet about Magus. The Kolbo in Hilchah Shabbos in Lamed Aleph, quoted in the Beis Yosef in Simulation Gimel, and in Magen Avram, in Shinyi Chesiv says that even if it's fully cooked, there's still a Din Magus, so long as it's still on the fire. When it's on the fire, Mavushal Kol Tzorcha, there's still a Nisar Magus. So he says, you've got to be very careful. You should, uh, he warns that women shouldn't put hot water in a Tavshil that's still on the fire. Because you have a top shield that's on the fire, you're going to be pour, pouring boiling hot water into the top shield. It's going to aggravate the contents of the pot. And there, any aggravation of the contents of the pot, any movement of the contents of the pot, is a hagasa. So Prima Godim in Ration and Bays says that some learned the Rambam to hold this way, that you can't remove food from a pot on the fire even after it's in a bushel called Tzarecho. But again, it's not the way the Magamishal learned the Ramam. Magamishal learned the Ramam only until the Bushal Kotsach, or Prima Gadda says not everyone learns Ramam that way. But anyway, but it's at least a Kolbo, right? Kolbo, so basically three Shitas. Either Hagas is only up until Machal Mishusai, Magamishal is saying the Rambam that it's up until Bushal Kotsach, or then you have the Kolbo, even past Bushal Kotsach, you still have an Isser of Magus. Now, even within the earlier Shitas, um, that there's no Isser Magus or something that's cooked, there is a machlokas if there's a gzayi to Rabbanan not to be megis on something that's cooked. And that, that's another complicated <coughs> factor because like you think everything's simple and it's like, yeah, yeah, it's mutta midaraisa, but what about midarabbanan? So even within the shitos that once something is cooked, you don't have to worry about megis anymore, that, that just means on a daraisa level. What about on a darabbanan level? So the ritva says there's got to be gzayi to Rabbanan. But that's only while it's still on the fire. Once you take it off the fire, even the use of goes away. And that's how the Magamishal learns the Rambam. That the Rambam holds that there's an Isra of Magus so until it's Mavushal called Tzarcho. But if it's Mavushal called Tzarcho and you take it off the fire, you give the Chalant a nice stir, and there's nothing wrong with that. The Magamishal adds that even the Isra Drabanan is only when you actually stir. But to scoop from the pot is not even an Isra Drabanan. So, according to the Rambam, how do you get out of Magus Midaraisa? You just get it to Mavushal called Tzarcho. Once it's Mavushal called Tzarcho, you can scoop even when it's on the fire, and when it's off the fire, you can't. You, I'm sorry, you can stir even when it's on the fire. Uh, I'm sorry, you could scoop even when it's on the fire, and when it's off the fire, you could stir. Just uh, you, 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 uh, you can you can even stir, not just scoop. The Agleital in Melech Sofes Kut Mem says just like the Chacham don't allow returning a pot to the fire unless it's group of a Ketuma, even though it's Mavushal called Tzarchel, right? you're not allowed to be Machsir, so they also are stirring the pot on the fire, even if it's fully cooked, because uh, that also adds heat. So it turns out that if the fire is Garfa Katum, uh, you're allowed to be Megis, uh, because Garfa Katum solves Hagzara, so it solves Hagasa also. And he, in, uh, he writes that, that way in the Tshuva Namni Nezer also, in the and that helps answer the Kasha of the Chazanish. Chazanish raises the question as follows. Why would there be this is Rabban to be Megas, food that's fully cooked and on the fire? You, you know what there isn't? Food that's fully cooked, there's no Mr. Bishel. Um, the Shitasa, whatever's cooked, would not be subject to, to uh, uh, you know, to, to Megas. Why would we be Mechalit that which is on? I'm sorry. I mean, this is what the Chazan is asking. That 
if something that's fully cooked is not subject to megis, why would you be mechalik between what's on the fire and what's off the fire? Why would it make a difference if it's on the fire or it's off the fire? It's it's no longer subject to bishul, it's no longer subject to megis. But if you say like this egli town, that it's uh, uh, like an isud rabbanon that's akin to hachzara, uh, so then hachzara is an issue. Al gabe eish, hachzara is not an issue when you don't have an eish. So therefore, megis is going to follow the same rules of hachzara. All of this is is again within those shitos, even within those shitos that there's no isud raisa past a certain point. All of these rishonim come along and say the ritva and chevra come along and say there's still an isud rabbanan. It's just a question that isud rabbanan may only apply al gabe h, that isud rabbanan may only apply to stirring, maybe not to scooping, but there's still some sort of isud rabbanan, even if you, you've, you've taken care of this the right. So the kolbos chumras that it's an isud raisa, even when when it's already cooked. That's the kolbos addition. Uh, now the Me'iri learns not that way. The Me'iri says there's not even a Sutra Once you took care of the Yisra, you took care of the Yisra. Once it's Mavushal, whether you hold Machu ben Jusai, like that whole group of Rishonim, or whether you hold Mavushal Kaltzarcho, like the Ramah, once it's Mavushal, it's Mavushal, and therefore there's no Yisra Megas, Eter Gomer. There's an obvious problem with the Kolbo that has to be addressed. And we alluded to it before. How could Megas be more Chomer than Bishal Mav? Right, meaning we know everybody agrees. Once something is mavushal called tzarcha, you know what you cannot violate? Bishul. Ain bishul acher bishul. Everyone agrees, ain bishul acher bishul. So I can't possibly violate bishul because mavushal called tzarcha. But hagasa is going to be a violation of bishul somehow. Well, what do you mean? I can't, if I do actual bishul on it, I, I'm not violating bishul. So I give it a stir, and that's how, because stirring is like bishul. It's kimavashel right? So that's going to be considered a uh, bishul. It's mitzarcheya bishul. That's going to be worse than actually being mavashel. So there are like five different approaches in our chronim how to deal with that kasha, because that's a kasha like you can't not deal with. Prima Gadim in Mishpatul Zavsev Katanalf and Rishon and Beis. Back in Rishon and Beis is important. Prima Gadim writes that even though there's no bishul once it's fully cooked, Hagas is more impactful than bishul, and he sort of leaves it at that. I, have, I don't know what he means by that, but he sort of just says, Hagasa is, it's bigger than Bishop. I, I don't really, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what he, he must mean something, I just don't know what he means. Um, in Shvisa Shabbos, he might mean what one of the other answers are actually saying. I'm just putting out that he doesn't, doesn't say what he means. In Shvisa Shabbos, Mavashalos Peyalut, he says that it's Derek Bishop to stir a pot even, though, even after it's fully cooked, so that it doesn't burn. And therefore, you still chayv mishum megis. It's not normal to cook a pot that's fully cooked. It's normal to be megis even something after something is fully cooked. But it's not normal to cook after something is fully cooked. Rabbi Yaman Zilber in the Aznidu explains this like in a little more detail. He explains what he means in Chelik Beisim Chadches. Rabbi Yaman Zilber um, explains that he seems to assume that the problem with megis is not that it's makari the bishul. It's not that it makes the bishul happen more quickly, because over here the bishul's already done, it's already happened, it's mavushal called tzarecha. It's not that it's makari of the bishul, it's just that stirring is a pu'ulas ha-bishul. It's one of the things you do when you're cooking. It's mitzarche bishul, but it's not actual bishul. And as something that's mitzarche bishul, that's a pu'ulas ha-bishul, it could even apply even after something's mavushal called tzarecha. 
Meaning there, there are indications uh, in Tyler. So the Rambam is a major indication that this approach like makes makes sense. That the the lashon of the of, of the kolbo, you know, is it, it also the, right. The Rambam says mishe megisbav Right, that lashon leads you to believe it's not quite bishul, but it's something that that aids in the bishul or that is a a pu'ula that's 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 in the orbit of the bishul. The lashon of the kolbo is va'asu levashel lahagis b'kadera ba'odal leish levishu who told us mevashel. Levashel ulahagis, two separate things, and because hagasa is told us mevashel, meaning some sort of offshoot of mevashel, but it's not mevashel itself. So again, the approach of the Shrisha Shabbos and the Aznid Baru explaining the Shrisha Shabbos is that Megis can apply even when Bishel doesn't apply, because Megis is not a chashash that it will lead to Bishel or a chashash that this hagasa is going to affect Bishel. It's something beyond Bishel. It's a Bishel that happens after Bishel. It's a qualitatively different kind of bishul. If you do standard bishul, but this isn't standard bishul. This is some other contribution you're making to the food beyond bishul that also qualifies as a told of bishul. That's kim avashel. And that's how the Kolbo learns. That's the separatist of Megis. Then the Shri Shabbos says, and this is what Rav Moshe writes in the Tshuva also, in the Tshuva to Rabbi Eider and Ostas, that, you know, maybe make this also for a different reason. There, there are certain types of beans and flour that stick together so the retichas hamayim, the boiling water, doesn't get to all parts to cook evenly. And being megis provides access to the hot water to cook the, the pieces that are stuck together. Right, the Ramam writes, you know, the Samach Sadr brings a, a, a riot from the Ramam. The Ramam Shabbos Perek Tesalach Ramam writes, Vasochet es habeged, talking about the Yisra Shita, We'll see why in a second. Ashiyotsiya Mayim Shabo, Hareza Mechabes Vikhayev. If you squeeze water out of a baggage, that's Mechabes in your Khayev. Shashita mitsorche kibusi kimo shagasa mitsorche abishal. I'm just making a tsushal of some sort of here. Right? That, that when you squeeze water out of a baggage, that's mitsorche akibus. Just like Hagasa's mitsorche abishal. The implication is that just like schita works to clean the inside of a baguette, uh, hagasa works to cook the inside of the food. And it gets to certain parts of the food. Hagasa is uh, uh, the aimish lachabishla on the surface of the food, on the parts of the food that are already cooked. What hagasa does is it gets to the kishkas. It gets somehow to the inside of the food, and that, ha- and that somehow is like a new bishel. Why is that only alesh? You can cook it up. I just don't like, how is it, Why is that? Good question. Right, I mean, even Shlomo Aleish, the same should apply. Yeah, Chaznish has a fourth approach. Chaznish and Lamed Zayin Simkat Tazvav, and he might be saying the same thing as the first approach of the Shishas Shabbos with the Aznid Baru. I'm not sure there are five approaches. Chaznish says that that when you're Megis on the fire, it's an Inyan Mechudash because Sherisu Kamachul Chashuv Kibishul. That the crushing or the uh, disbursement of the machal is considered to be bishul. So it's not really the original bishul. Again, it's hard to like, like put your finger on what, what they mean, what, what, what's actually meant by this. And then you have Ramesh and the Dibros. 
in Ha'arukuv Chavav in the Dibros, where Moshe writes, Bishl means to allow the food to be changed by heat. And once the food has been changed by heat, all that it can be, there's no way to serve Bishl. Hagasa accomplishes something more than just applying heat. It's a distribution of heat and flavor in an even way. And that, con- that contributes to the cooking, uh, to, to the, to the Bishl, uh, to the cooking beyond what normal Bishl does. Normal Bishl is apply heat, food changes. Distribute heat and flavoring, that's a different contribution. I think what he means is that if you have, uh, let's say you have food that's fully cooked, it's, the whole thing is fully but parts of it are hotter than other, than other parts of it. So when you give it a stir and you evenly distribute the heat, you make it more edible. Did I cook it anymore? It's already fully cooked. I'm not cooking it anymore. But by distributing the heat, I'm, I'm contributing to its appeal as a food. And, and he throws in flavor also, just in case you're not satisfied with the heat part. He's distributing the heat, the, the heat and the flavor, it's, and that's mitzor chayabishel. Again, all of this is to touch up the kolber. Pashtus is not like the Kolbo. Pashtus is like everybody else says. Once it's Mavushal, it's Mavushal, there's no more Bishal. Right? It says the Kolbo, even if it's Mavushal, there's still Megas. So you have to come up with some type of Bishal that's not Bishal. That's what everyone is doing over here. All the Akram are coming up with some type of Bishal that isn't actually Bishal. Of course he has to add flavor, because otherwise if it's just about distributing heat, then if I heat something on a hot plate, that's also in Bishal, Bishal making it more edible to you know, I don't get why... Because the heat has already been to all the parts no, no. before. No, no. He's saying? saying not adding heat, distributing heat. Just distributing heat is a different. Before. It's a different contribution to the food than adding heat. But why? Meaning the heat isn't just now going to the kishkas of the thing, right? That the the H can't get to. It's almost the same as. It's almost the same. But it's not meaning. <laughs> that's what you have to say. I, yeah, you have to say something. I don't know. Anyone come up with anything better? <laughs> Did anyone see Myron McComas that I didn't see? Am I missing something? No. Is there any like good Hezbo for the Kolbo? Right, I mean, that, that could be what emotion means. That, that you're in even distribution of all these <coughs> flavor or whatever. Like the oil is going to be here and that, that, and now it's all going to be mixed uh, mixed together. So. Like final, final thing done to the, the Michael to make it, to make it appealing. To make Isn't it appealing. What? Isn't that also fire? Well, or also or you can do it on the fire too. Is there enough yeah. Meaning when you do it off the fire. Yeah, but you can't call it official when it's off the fire. <laughs> you can only call it official when it's on the fire. So how do we pass on that? Yeah. Sure. So, so, the Rav? Yeah. Where? In uh, Mesora. Oh yeah. I think in the seventh one. Oh. So it says, okay. It says, like, I wonder if Rabbi Nemzil read it there. <laughs> <laughs> we know if Shmuel read in the Sora. Right. He says he viewed the <laughs> yeah, <I'm> like, <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I was walking and it fell in front of my face. <laughs> like, I tripped and. Which is similar to, to Bishel. But 
It's hard to say there's no totsah. It's very hard to say in the Chayyim. Yeah, there has to be some sort of totsah. Okay, changes the gears and the kolba. Okay, he's a shomazalman. We're not. Okay, the shulchanaruch. That if it's not fully cooked, so even if it's off the fire, you can't stir it or scoop it, right? If it's not fully cooked. And the implication is that since it's a rice, it's a stir or scoop food out from a non fully cooked pot, even if it's off the fire. However, if you look at Mr. Brewer and Sharatsi and Oskoflam Zayin, he says stirring is Nisida Raisa, even when it's off the fire and it's not fully cooked. Scooping is only Nisida Rabana. To, to spoon it out is only this If it is fully cooked, which is you know, what we've been discussing most of the time, so the mechaber is not so clear, but he says that you can take food out with a spoon if it's not on the fire. Right? That, that much he tells you. That if it's fully cooked, you can you, you're allowed to you're allowed to have food on Shabbos. That I know. That if you have fully cooked food and it's not on the fire, you're allowed to eat it. You're, you're allowed to, to take food out with a spoon. He does not say whether you can do the same while it's on the fire, and he does not say whether we distinguish between stirring and scooping. Uh, the Ramah says that we should be machmir even if it's fully cooked and not on the fire. So even if it's fully cooked, not on the fire. So Mishabruin, Sivkan Kofiyat Zayin, Mishabruin, Sivkan Kofiyat Zayin says, that a whole list of Akrobin, the Taz and the al and the Alter Rebbe and the Chai Adam, are all make like the Mechaber, that if it's fully cooked and not on the fire, no problem stirring, and even if you want to be machmir like the Ramah, you should only be machmir by hagasa mamish, but don't be machmir about scooping fully cooked food off the fire. Of course, right? Meaning, to be machmir to not even scoop fully cooked food that's <coughs> off the fire is to be machmir not to eat, pretty much, unless you just dump the whole thing out. That would be the only way to uh, to serve food on Shabbos. So minaka olam is certainly, certainly not to be that machmir. That fully cooked food off the fire, not to even scoop. Right. Someone said this all applies You have to dump it, right? But no one—I don't think anyone assumes that you have to actually do that. Um, now, what if it's fully cooked and it's still on the fire? So this also gets a little tricky. Fully cooked and still on the fire. So the the, the quotes an Eli Rabba. quotes an Eli Rabba to be machmer like the kolbo, not to stir, and that it's nisudar rice to do so. Uh, if you look in the Beis Yosef, in Shinchaf Aleph, at the end of Shinchaf Aleph, it sounds like he holds like the kolbo, and that you shouldn't stir food in a pot that's on the fire, even if the food is fully cooked, right? So passing like the kolbo. What about scooping food from the pot that's fully cooked on the fire? Not not stirring, but scooping. So Mishbur quotes two shitos. Mishbur quotes two shitos. Rav Moshe, in the Rabbi Eidu Tshuva, and Osios Chasen Tess, not to scoop out from the pot fully cooked food on the fire. Not to scoop it even. On the other hand, the ugly Tal says, you don't have to be, take the kolbo into account that uh, he says, you don't have to take the kolbo into account that stirring fully cooked food is nisudar raisa. You can assume that at worst it's nisudar banan. And even stirring fully cooked food on the on the fire is nisudar banan. And if, that, if it's only nisudar banan, so scooping is not mechzikim avashal. So then you'd be allowed to do that. So says the Agnetal, you want to scoop out fully cooked cholent when it's still on the fire? Because it's 
the whole issue, we're not going to say like the Kolbo that it's Nisad Daraisa the stir. If you don't like the Kolbo, it's Nisad Daraisa the stir. So I understand you want to make it a Nisad Rabbanan to scoop, or even scooping might be a Nisad Daraisa also, because it might be stirring. But I'm going to tell you, says Egletal, that even stirring when it's fully cooked is only Nisad Rabbanan, because of Mexican Mavashal, scooping is not Mexican Mavashal, it's going to be perfectly fine. Chazanish is totally make It's make if it's fully cooked and it's on the fire to scoop, because if the fire is not Garfakatum, there's no other way of getting the food out. I mean, let's say you had food that was on a fire that was fully cooked before Shabbos, so it didn't need to be garlic v'katum. Garlic v'katum is only if it wasn't cooked before Shabbos. Fully cooked before Shabbos, and, and it was on an open fire. And now the, the pot is there on the fire. Um, so he says, the, the, uh, the, 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 the only way to get food out and, 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 and put it back, and, and it's still, I mean, you want to have Friday night chalent. And you want the chalm to be available for Shabbos day. You're not going to be able to do achzara because it's not garav v'katum. There's no blech. So your only option is to scoop out. So says the so scoop it out. Rovri shown them all that even stirring such food is mutter. Right? Most people don't hold like the kaldo. That even stirring such food that's on the fire that's fully cooked is mutter. Chaznish is, 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 is mekel. At least you could scoop. At, at least when you have no other option because it's not garav in Shubh says Nidbru, Khelakesim and Yugimra, Binyam and Zilbur is making even when the pot is very heavy. And it's just difficult. Even if it is Garfakatum, but it's schlep it off. In Morishakola, they have like that I don't know if they still do. I imagine nothing ever changes in Morishakola. So I imagine they still have that gigantic chalon pot that you start working on on Wednesday and you finish the next Tuesday morning. There's like one day of the week where you don't eat chalon. Right? So they, they uh, at least that was the experience in my day. So that the gigantic pot. Right, so it would be such a schlep to get it off the fire back on. Okay, so scoop instead of stir. Meaning it's a question of how concerned you are for the kolba. What if you what if you stirred non-fully cooked food? So everyone holds that sauce, right? What if you did it? So is that my Shabbos? So the magna, the prima god, says that it's usher like any other food that was cooked on Shabbos. It's my Shabbos. However, in Bir Allah over here in Shin Yilchas, the Masal Shinim Samegis says that as long as it was Kamachal ben Drusai, it's mutter. Because you can rely on the Rishonim that getting to Machal ben Drusai is enough. Right? That even once you get to Machal ben Drusai, that that's why we had all those Rishonim that said once you get to Machal ben Drusai, there's not going to be an Isra of Megis. I, it would be Yasu Midrabanan. It's not an Isra of Megis Midarai, so it would still be Yasu Midrabanan. The Gra, my Shabbos, Bishogeg, Amidrabanan. No, you don't have to worry about my Shabbos, such a case. So you got to put all the sugis together. And of course, water, it's important to realize that water is a uh, is, 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 is different. The Abnezer, Archaim, Simon, and Tesquot, Shri Mishulah, Kutna, that there's no way to make us on water. Ramesha agrees, because it doesn't do anything. So there's discussion in the Akronim, what about the chicken soup that has vegetables in it, whether there's an issue of Megas or something like that. Pash, this is not. I don't think, I mean, the whole Kolbo is such a Chumra to begin with. So, uh, no. Can, you can you stir chicken soup? That's Mavushal called Sarcha. Yeah. I don't think so. No, what did the Postcom say? Why is it Shri's Shabbos? It's still a Hulas Abishal. Stir chicken soup? Yeah, for sure. Everybody stirs chicken soup. Yeah. No, you just look for stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no? Stirring it because you're trying to do a Hulas Abishal? I think so. Maybe when it gets greasy at the top a little bit, maybe. Yeah. I hear. Yeah. But again, Shri Shabbos is just explaining the kolbo. Right. Right. Okay. So I don't think, yeah.
bottom line, bottom line, okay? So people said a big complaint, you're not doing enough bottom line. Bottom line, okay? You need to know what to do. So first of all, any food that's not fully cooked, just don't touch it. Right? <laughs> if, it's, if it's not fully cooked, you shouldn't, uh, don't, no scooping, no stirring, no on the fire, no off the fire, just leave the food alone if it's not fully cooked. Wait until it gets fully cooked. Okay, good. That's out. You have food that is fully cooked, so then, and it's on the fire, don't stir it when it's on the fire. Even if it's fully cooked, we don't stir when it's on the fire, because even if you don't hold like the cold bowl, it could still be an Isumit Rabbanan to stir food that's, uh, that's on the fire. So no stirring when it's on the fire. It's heavy. Scoop, don't stir if it's heavy. When it comes to scooping from a pot on the fire, Ravad is making for Sfardim for sure. Ashkenazim, we say like the Chazanish, right? That if it's Gorev Fukatum, or if it's heavy, Rabbi Yemzal is a Talmud Chazanish, if it's really, really hard to, uh, to do anything else, to get it off the fire, it's going to be inconvenient to get it off the fire, then you could scoop when it's on the fire and it's fully cooked. But, uh, but, but if, it's, uh, if, it's, if it's very easy to just take it off the fire, and it'll be able to or whatever, and get what you need out of it, so take it off the fire before you scoop. If it's, something's off the fire, scooping is mutter, and stirring is mutter. If you want to be machmir about stirring when it's off the fire and it's fully cooked, you're allowed to. You heard it first, you're allowed to be machmir. But uh, I don't think you have to be machmir in such a way. Yeah, question? Huh? No, I think that's what the post comes yeah. So, okay, is that clear? What? Emotion is not being stirring off the fire when it's fully cooked. Okay. So, uh, yeah, okay, so that's uh, fair enough, right? When it's not fully cooked, just don't touch it. When it is fully cooked and it's on the fire, better, definitely don't stir it. But uh, scooping, if it's really hard, you can scoop. If it's not so hard, take it off the fire and then do whatever you need to do, whether it be stirring or scooping. Okay, have a great day, everybody. What about keeping it off, stirring, and then back up? Yeah, so that's, I'm sorry, that will get to you. Unless you're holding it back. Oh, the other, we'll get to all that. Tomorrow, Shihia, I think. Tomorrow, Shihia, yeah.